I don't know what it is, but I, I don't know if it's like the reaffirmation of all this all the time that keeps me like um, being able to get things done and keep me out of my own head and stop me from doing doing shit. Well, that sounds like a good lead-in for Paul. You want to take that, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it is, it is. Yeah. If it's if that's what's working, that's what's working. Yeah. Well, then reaffirming. If it's working, it's simple then because then you just keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. I keep walking through the. It's like I walk through the door like a hundred times. After a while, like we were speak, we were speaking about it the other day, uh, about this kind of knowledge. It's sort of, and the example was uh, a, a talk I attended a long time ago in India with a guy named Ramesh Bausika, and uh, uh, I he was asking me a question about do I have a place to live and stuff and I said yeah I do and uh do I have a job uh, yeah and so he says all right well when uh, uh you go to work do you forget that you have a home I said no I don't and he says well and I am adding I'm embellishing it now but let's say if you had to spend overtime with with more time uh produce the effect of you forgetting you have a home no not necessarily, yeah. Uh, if if the job was far away from your home or very close, would that change the knowledge that you have a home? No, it wouldn't. Yeah. So basically, this is the way. This is sort of uh, how it can start to work or become uh, recognized. Is that there's there's a knowing before you know stuff, and this knowing is of what you are. It's of this I am. And after a while, uh, you know, at one point you may feel like it's valuable to keep remembering it. Well, that's great at that point. But there may be another point where you'll see that there's no forgetting it. So there's no need to remember it. Yeah, because it's it's a totally different quality it's of us it's our being it's not something that's attached to us that could fall off without maintenance it's not something that's been added on and we have to constantly keep remembering it it's a it's a fact that uh that which is existing is i am not paul paul is an expression of that existing Paul is not existing in a sense, yeah? It's the I am. So that knowledge isn't like knowledge that can be forgotten. And then uh, it's sort of more like riding a bike in a way. You remember when you were a kid and then you get you haven't been on a bike for a while, but you never forget how to ride a bike, yeah? You don't have to remember how you rode the bike. You just start riding it because you never forgot how you Right. Even though you haven't ridden the bike for a long time, maybe years, as soon as you get on it, there's a <laughs> you can ride the bike. Yeah. So there are these are sort of weak examples, but they get the point across that uh, 
we're not trying to produce an effect here. Yeah. Right. There's already a cause. It's in place. And this is why the message is very disarming because the message, it may, you know, walk around it or run around this idea, but it gets to the idea that being ourselves reality. Now, yeah, not like we were reality and we have forgotten so completely that we're not reality now. So we have to practice stuff to become reality again. No, we are reality. Being ourselves reality. As Ramana said, the greatest mystery is being ourselves reality, reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah. How would that seem to have any or make any sense? Well, reality must be taken off to be something else. It it makes a lot of sense to me when I'm trying to explain it to somebody else and it just just like a helicopter and it's just flying over their heads. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah. How do you get somebody to even start to understand it? Well, you don't get anybody want to to understand it. You don't do that either. But basically, in in this seat assignment, there's a compelling of sharing it. Over the years, whatever was looking for results or expectations has been sufficiently frustrated that it's it's grown to realize it's out of my jurisdiction as soon as it comes out of here or was never in my jurisdiction anyway. Yeah, so right. basically I'm not here for you to get it. I'm here to share it. Yeah, that's the drive. Yeah, and it's nice when there's interest in it, but if there wasn't interest in it, I would share it in other ways. You know, yeah, you can disguise this. When I share yeah. a meeting, you know, like there's certain things that I said and a, and a couple of people who caught it, you know, because I always sit in the back, but the people who caught it turned around like it, it snapped in their fucking head. Their head spun around like so fast that it hit them. Like, and I knew I got through, you know, <laughs> it was like, wow, okay, there's one, maybe two, you know. And yeah, but, and- Again, then it's it's not uh, you're not <laughs> yeah you're not the mover and shaker. You're that which is moved and shaken. Yeah. So basically, I have the joy of sharing, and then the added joy of seeing people change in these zooms or at live meetings, and seeing the light go on in a house. But in a sense, you've always seen the light. It's just the seeming tenant doesn't notice it. But there's the light always is always on. Yeah. So maybe if you uh, <laughs> if you saw yourself not as the tenant, but as the house, then it would be obvious. Yeah. So this is just the knowledge, uh, really uh, looking at what we're not. Because in a weird way, in time, uh, the looking for looking for what we are from what we're not seems to produce uh, an effect. It's a causeless effect, but we seem to forget what we are. 
And then we can get to such a point that we're pursuing what we are using the vehicle of what we're not. And you don't know it when you're in it, but if you hear about it, you may notice it, yeah? yeah. So this is the power of satsang. Satsang is describing a lot of stuff about what we're not, and sometimes it registers, and you start seeing what you used to look from, yeah? And there you go. And of course, effects are gonna change, and how you travel is going to change, because the where you're looking from is really determining how you're traveling. So if you're seeing that which you used to look from that was causing or uh, was a hospitable, environment for misery and fucking anxiety and everything like that if that changes well maybe the misery and the anxiety will change yes so there are different uh <laughs> see the thing with self-centeredness is, is that emphasis then gives emphasis to everything else and what we're attempting to see is, uh, is to lose interest in that emphasis. And then you'll see things in a whole different light, yeah? But as long as you're looking for things from its emphasis, there's a blindness, yeah? And so what's the greatest value then? Then all the systems we're relying on will fail. So then maybe one day we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if they would succeed that would actually uh prolong the delusionary event yeah but because their great value is that they cannot produce the good you're looking for you are not going to become what you already are you're not going to become what you already are it's not going to happen yeah so this is what happens. Become trying to become what we already are fails. Yeah. After you've blamed yourself and or the teacher or this or that, it's you'll come to a realization. And in that realization that it's failed, there'll be a migration of interest. And now that interest uh may be based on a different emphasis, and you're gonna see things anew, you know. And uh, you can't think yourself into this. It's not, it's not uh, a product of thought. You can't do yourself into it. It's not a result of effort. Yeah? And you can't even imagine it because the, you're imagining it is part of the interest in self. It doesn't look in fr from actually, you know, just from a humble observation of feeling lighter most of the time uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this is not how my head uh perceived it to be or if this is not what it was hoping this is not what uh, uh produced a drive for seeking because it was going to be special and be incredibly and it it isn't really like that it's just an ordinariness where you lose yourself quite easily, yeah?
It's not self-losing shit. It's losing self. Yeah. There's and losing it is like the interest isn't there to keep going with all the fucking mental uh you know skyrockets. Yes. So and that idea that that movement of the mental state implies you moved has been seen through. Yeah. Now your peace isn't based on all of that. That's based on agitation, chilling out because you're going to be waiting for peace a long, long time. If that's the case, there's not a recognition that you're the one who's agitated. And then there's a peace that passeth all understanding where the old understanding was everything has to be cool and clean and uh, equilibrium and detached. No. Yeah. All this shit can still go on and there's still a peace. This is what they said. This is what supposedly Jesus said, a peace that passeth all understanding. What understanding was he talking about? Ours, yeah? <laughs> our understanding. So our understanding doesn't understand peace. <laughs> it thinks peace is, is produced by managing conditions, yeah? What do, a, what do a lot of retreats do? They manage conditions, don't they? Maybe you don't use your phone. You get the, you get there, you're not here. They provide the, the stay and the food and you've got things you're doing. And there's a controlled environment and maybe there's a generation of a kind of peace, yeah? So the mental state gets sort of chilled out from mostly the anxiety of day-to-day -day living. But then when you leave the retreat, you go back into wherever you were, and then that seeming peace gets lost. So then your head comes up with, I've got to go on a longer retreat. Yeah. Has you ever, did you ever, didn't you, didn't your retreat attendance grow? from the one day one and then the weekend one and then the 10 day one, yes, on and on. The days had to get longer because you need more control to have that peace. And every time you would leave the controlled environment, you would seem to lose the peace. <laughs> so the only answer from that understanding that doesn't understand peace was to do more. Yeah, to, you know, I'm going to become a monk. You know how many Westerners I met in Thailand that had become a monk and then they unmonked after a couple of months? <laughs> they all started with retreat, bigger retreat, bigger retreat. Then they did went in and then they realized Jesus Christ and they, un, they unmonked <laughs> quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the understanding that this peace passeth yeah or let's say spiritually bypasses <laughs> this knowledge is before acquiring knowledge you don't grow into this knowledge it's it's the it's the pre-inherent condition knowledge yes you're not growing into it the story, of course, when you fall into it, will be you did something to grow into it, 
But soon, very quickly, you're going to see that was bogus. Yeah. And really, because every time you arrive, it tells you it was based on having never left. I mean, sooner or later, you understand that that used to passeth your understanding. If finally the, the, the penny drops and there's a getting it. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I don't care how long it takes. The finite is gonna not, it's not gonna outweigh the infinite. It ain't. Yeah. The penny's going to drop. And then there's gonna be an ease and comfort that doesn't need manufactured conditions for it to sustain itself. Yeah. It will be a basis, a basis. Yeah. It won't be something you're adding on to the basis of being self. It'll be a basis free from that idea of being self. Yeah. Yeah. And what does it look like? A loss of interest in it. Yeah. If this was a ship and I was the captain, I stopped writing the logs of the voyage years ago. <laughs> it's just going. Yeah, there's no book. Oh, at 12.03, there's none of that. Yeah, I've lost interest in the, the SS Paul Hedeman and its journey, seriously. <laughs> Where's the logs? <laughs> they stopped around 2017, maybe, 2016. <laughs> the SS Paul disappeared for all intents and purposes. <laughs> Try to call me, you'll probably never get through. <laughs> The radio is out. Everyone who knows me calls Amelia to get in touch with me. <laughs> I'm have I have radio's free silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just sharing from the effects that I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, I thought my life was was to be a spiritual seeker at one point, seriously. And there, there was a lot of identifying to that idea. It was probably the only thing I thought I was halfway decent at, other than the house painting. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have too many hats to hang my, too many things to hang my, hooks to hang my hat on. So spiritual seeking was my new identity. Yeah. I had a pretty good resume cooking, you know, it was not bad. Yeah. And <laughs> people had noticed that I looked bright enough times to make me feel all right, it's, it's working. <laughs> uh, there was a bondage in that, yes? Jesus Christ. So, um, if anyone's new here, just uh, raise your hand and then. Uh, I could have given you a, like a preamble first, but you yeah, were in there's it. Somebody raising their hand. Another Paul. Another Paul. <laughs> All right, Paul. Well, welcome. Where is he? Right here, guys. He raised his hand, so he should be at the top left. Oh, there he is. Hey, Paul. How are you? Have you been here before, Paul? No. No, never before. This is my first time. Oh, all right. Well, welcome. I'm, uh, uh, do you know what the, have 
You've heard of Zen Bitch Slap before? Yeah. I came across you guys on YouTube a few days ago, actually. Well, actually, yeah. like last week. But um, I came uh, across. All right. So you, you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You heard a little bit. You heard a little bit of it. Yeah. Yes, I've heard a, a little bit. But actually, I've been kind of stuck on these videos, like almost, I mean, a lot. You know, it's kind of like it's something that's uh, I can't explain because I don't I don't want to act like I know what it is because I don't know what it is. And um, but I, I it's like a <clears throat> I want to say it's like an intellectual understanding. I want to say, you know, but. Because I hear what you're saying. There's nothing to, you know, to to expect. Nothing to. There's not. There's there, there's not going to be no big. There it is. You know, according to to what you're saying. So, if it's like that, then I'm just listening. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to just. Yeah. Yeah. Out yeah. of my. What I mean. So but let's let's yep. use that ball. And so so. What we would be emphasizing in that is uh, it may be any way it wants to be, but the whole idea of there's something in us that's assuming that it is us, and it's very easily recognized. We call it selfing, yeah? And most of the day, it's talking as us to us, yeah? And so it's saying a lot of stuff, and we just love to point out that that's not you. Yeah. No opinion about what it's saying or not is being right or wrong. It doesn't matter. But that sense of Paul is a sense manufactured. Yeah. It's a mental manufacturing that rests on the other sense of I am. Yeah. But doesn't have much interest in the I am, but has a lot of interest in the Paul. Yeah. And so basically, and Paul can't lose interest in Paul. That would be interest in Paul, yes? So the way we lose interest in Paul is seeing that it's not us, yeah? So there's a loss of interest in Paul, but not coming from Paul. <laughs> it's coming from us. And that works, yeah, I find. And so that's what we get together every week because if you notice how the head uses repetition, we're just trying to use its, its methodology as an antidote to the poison that it may produce, yeah? So we have a couple of meetings a week, try to be here, you know, and... Uh, stay on point and just keep presenting the same thing because there's nothing new in non-duality in 2023. So real quick. Yes. So, so when I'm at work and I'm going crazy or I'm letting someone else drive me crazy and I'm like, that's not them. But then I think no, about it. Say, why don't you just use it? No, that you're not that. That's being driven okay. crazy. And I also say that to myself, but then I start thinking that voice that's saying in my head, that's not you. Like, is that voice that's saying that? 
It well, doesn't matter. Just use what use it to, to negate itself. Yeah. Use it to negate itself. So now instead of just it constantly just consenting as yes in a habit way, at least it's now saying something different. That's not me. Because usually everything that goes on in the head, it's it's assured that it is me. Yeah. So at least we're going to confuse it a little bit. But see, that's the intellectual understanding. That's That can be useful, but it's not the point. It will break down like everything else. And you'll see that there's nothing needed or necessary for you to be what you are, because you already are it. Yeah? Gotcha. But it's just, yes, yes. So let's say that's one domino. Right now, the domino is standing while it's questioning the other dominoes. That domino is going to fall also. <laughs> There's not going to be one domino, domino standing. <laughs> yeah. The biggest tree that you'll finally fall, that falls and no one hears it, you're going to finally hear it when it falls. <laughs> The tree of imagined self. <laughs> if no one's there, does does, does the uh, Paul? Sorry, I accidentally muted you. All right, Jesus, Michael, <laughs> what's going on today? We got you, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right i just uh yeah so i'm happy you're here paul and well, welcome yeah yes it's a pleasure to have you really so uh all right anyone else mike anybody else want to raise their hand <laughs> I don't want to, I, de I definitely am not going to do, uh, if I ever have a wedding, I'm never going to do it on Zoom. And then when I'm going to say I do, I'm going to get muted. <laughs> My meaning is acceptable. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what? <laughs> the woman doesn't hear what? <laughs> All right. Anyone else have anything they'd like to say or anything you want to, to riff on? It doesn't matter. All right, let's just use the example, Paul, not to point anything out, Paul, but just an example, because what's called Paul's head is just the head, yeah? So so the idea that uh, these people aren't there, yeah? Because let's say you're, you're feeling like they're triggering you, and then you found, a, a you hope, a skillful means of lessening that effect, by saying, oh, there is that person, there isn't a person, yeah? 
you're trying to apply that. Now, from Paul, for every, every uh, mechanism of Paul sees that person as a person. <laughs> yeah. And that which is getting triggered is sees that person as a person. So you saying she's not a person as the person Paul doesn't work usually. <laughs> yes, because it's a person trying to say there's an, not another person. So it doesn't work. I had it many times where uh, in, in spirituality, I finally thought the, the, the real obstacle was body identification, yes? So then I would be doing this thing called the Course in Miracle, and they had a lesson, which is, I am not a body, I am free, I am as God created me, something like that. So I would be chanting that, yes, to sort of get out of the body. But then I had a realization a couple of days later, the only thing that would chant it's not a body is a body identification. <laughs> you see? So it's only a person that doesn't that wants another person not to be a person. <laughs> so that's beautiful because now you've seen Paul in one of its skillful mean moves, and you've seen it as not you. Yeah. Not applying it on the other person, just in your own little laboratory. You've seen Paul is trying to get out of something as Paul. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is, you're not in Paul. Yeah. So what Paul wants to get out of, you can match that with realizing you're not in. Yeah. So you're not driven to try to get out which is the bigger in, so to speak, yeah? So this is how you start seeing it. These things start falling, and then that understanding, that peace passes, you start having a new understanding, yeah? You start seeing things not through your mental logic, but you see stuff about the mental logic, yeah? And you start realizing you're not that. I mean, really getting it, not chanting it or hoping it's true or looking to get some immediate relief by saying something, but you see it, you're aware of it. Like naked awareness, not attempting to fix or change, you're just seeing it. And after a while, you're introduced to another understanding that understands peace, yeah? It understands stillness because it's of peace and of stillness, yeah? And you start getting almost indoctrinated over time, the action figure, to starting a, a movement of reliance to another type of understanding. That's not a mental logic, yeah? And you're relying not on thought, but on something else. I don't know what the hell it is. I wouldn't care to name it. I just know it's not thinking. Yeah. And as Jesus says, you, you'll know the tree by its fruits. You start traveling lighter, really in spite of uh, Paul. Yeah. Not, not through Paul or as Paul, 
but from Paul in a way. There's a freedom from it. And uh, Paul and his stories and its anger and it's getting frustrated with others keeps having, but there's keeps happening. But it's like a little square in the biggest context of the, of the Zoom, yeah? It's not the whole Zoom. It's a little square. And you can see by its frustration, the failure of, failure of its system, yeah? You see it instead of looking from it. You see it, yeah? You start seeing what you're not. And in seeing what you're not, the sense of what you are starts... Uh, like a bouquet or a scent or a smell. You can't put your finger on it, but it's quite intimate. And uh, that's why we're here because it worked, yeah? I got relief from Paul. I stopped looking to get relief as Paul, maybe changing a chair that I'm sitting in. That kind of relief, I can succeed, but Paul, the action figure taken to be me is looking for a bigger relief like transcendence and heaven and shit like this. Yeah. I don't see that as my vocation. I don't see that as my drive. Yeah. At all. And it's awesome. So the real relief I was looking for uh, wasn't, you know, a relief that Paul would get, but a relief from Paul wanting to get relief yes you feel it a little yeah yeah it's like the change of logic is like a step back not a moving forward but a back and then you see that which you've been living from and uh i could i would hardly call it living really it's living an interpretation at that point and now you start feeling and living, yes? Yeah. And uh, a great master said, at a certain point, your head is in the tiger's mouth. There's no going back, yeah? And you get caught sort of in a current or like a jet stream, and you're just being moved uh, away from that interest in self, yes? You're not doing much. I mean, things have radically changed and I haven't done anything. I've just gone to satsang, either listening to it or, or speaking it, yeah? Or both. That's all, that's, that's all that really changed. And then I stopped doing a lot of stuff, a whole lot. And uh, at one point when I was controlling or attempting to manage conditions, I had to do a lot of shit to manage the conditions. And if one day I couldn't do it, I was afraid other conditions were gonna overwhelm me. That wasn't freedom, yeah? That was another form of slavery. So, yeah. All right, Mike, anyone else? Thank you, Paul. It's just, yes. Just oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Paul. We have David and then Philip down under. Both down under. Oh, the two down unders. Yeah, Australians need a lot of help. Just <laughs> let's just be clear about that. Yes. 
Hello, everyone. G'day, Paul. Um, it's it's a bit of a share more than a question. Yeah, um, a, a little while ago, I'm not sure how long, <clears throat> I, I, I sort of worked out, oh, with, with help from this, that um, uh, like one, like as what, how I say it is one half of what I'm not, it's always trying to say the other half of what I'm, what I'm not. You know, and lay guilt on, like, like, and stuff like that. But anyway, I decided uh, last week that I was going to um, work a couple of extra hours on Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so I could take Thursday morning off and and, and do more of my music because I'm a, a musician and I, and just with my work here, I I. Uh, I hadn't had enough time. I didn't feel like I I was putting in enough into the music, which I sort of enjoy a little bit more than the work here. But um, last week, last Thursday, it all went really well. You know, like it just it just very easy to do. You know, no guilt attached or anything like that. But today, uh, I I went upstairs to do the the, the same thing. And I was just, uh, I, I didn't realise very quickly, uh, but I, I, um, I was sort of mildly agitated, like, but it, it wasn't sort of realising and everything. And then even driving in here, driving in here, I was sort of rushing. I, I left earlier, like, I, I, you know, and I thought, oh, no, I've got to get to work. I've got to get, I, I've got to get, and, and then the guilt started kicking in. And I got halfway in here. It's a, it's about a twenty minute trip, I, I suppose, around twenty minutes. And this is when it, um, I say, the foggy glasses sort of lifted a bit. I forgot my wallet. I'm sorry, my phone. I left I left my phone at home, and I needed my phone to, to for, for something later on. And uh, I all of a sudden I just went, oh well, just turn the car around and go back. It, and right at that moment, I got really relaxed. Like a, the agitation left. The agitation would have normally been, oh, oh now you've got to fucking turn the car around and go back and get your wallet, you, you, you idiot, or something like that. So, yeah, all, all I was saying is um, how it's sort of one half of what Dimitri tries to talk the other half of what you're not into being agitated and shit all the time. And thanks to you, Paul, and, and, and this satsang, uh, most, uh, I don't know if it's most of the time, but a lot of the time I recognise that that's what's going on really quickly. But, but every now and again, it, it uh, catches me out. I'll give you another quick example. On the weekend, I went to a car show and... Uh, and I, I, I got a new car about three years ago, the newest car I've ever had, you know. Everything I've owned in my life's all mine, 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 you know. Really, really special to me, everything I've thought of. Uh, and um, I had a friend with me, we went to this car show, it was a bit boring, so we um, left that after about an hour. And on the radio, the St Kilda Festival was on, which is a big free music festival they have in St Kilda every year, live bands and that. So we decided to go there. Anyway, we were cruising along and I was listening to a station called Gold FM, which plays all the old sort of 
70s, 80s stuff, you know. Job. And my friend leaned over to change. She said, oh, can we turn this off? And she leaned over to change the uh, channel, press the buttons. And I grabbed her hand, I grabbed her arm, like just, I didn't even think about it. I just grabbed her arm like this. And, and uh, she said to me, don't do that to me again. And I just went really quiet. And it took me about 20 seconds. And I sort of started having a little bit of a giggle to myself at how ridiculous I was. Not, not that she said that to me. And, and I sort of said to myself, hey, mate, you wouldn't like someone grabbing you like that. that that's just bullshit, you know? And then uh, I spoke to her about it a, a few days later and she apologised for what she did. And I said, you've got no reason to apologise. If someone did that to me, I would have had the exact same reaction as, as you had. But the, the amazing thing about it is that how important a couple of bucket buttons on the radio in a car I had, like that, like like the, the small mine had tricked me into something as ridiculous as that could have started like recently, a year or so ago, that would have started a hell of an argument, but I could have had a divorce out of that. But, yeah. but it was nice to see that just for a few seconds there, uh, what I was not was um, uh, being a bit of a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, anyway. yeah that's all. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Th thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. It's funny, you know, uh, I saw this infinite light. I worked towards it. <clears throat> I lost myself completely, and I still don't know why or who is that's reporting this, but it was unbelievable. That would be the Zoom I thought I was going to be having about 30 years ago. If we had Zooms, now the big, the big uh, demonstrations of the, of the, of the uh, relief is day-to-day -day affairs, yes? It's quite nice. It's dog shit awareness. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a only like a 20 second little time lapse, and there was a great relief, you know, yeah. like just, just to see how ridiculous it sort of was. And it's a bit laughable. We, we ended up having a laugh about it a couple of days later, which is a hell of a lot different than how I used to perceive things like that used to pan out, you know. Well, it's like when you see a big foot and it move, it's moving across your visage and it doesn't locate itself in your mouth, it's great, eh? <laughs> That's a good That's one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. For me, maybe there's no more room in the mouth. There's been that many feet in it, you know? <laughs> uh. No, that's very, these are very profound demonstrations because uh, as we say in AA, the working uh, modality of the action figure is binary. It's dualistic, yes? So there's a better way and there's a worse way. And it's nice to see it starting to lean towards the better way. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not. Nice. That's uh, 
it has its role in the, the traveling lighter, yes? Because it could possibly be that which is traveling quite heavy. That's its role, yeah? yeah? So yeah. when there's a loss of interest in it, then it tends to travel a lot lighter, yeah? And it's nice to have these demonstrations to keep informing you that, uh, you know, you're on the operating table. Don't get up and don't play doctor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice well, demonstrations, and they they're quite funny. Like in in a way, when you when you what you are looks at them. Or, you know, yeah, they're quite funny when they don't set off a a train of circumstances that starts bringing you misfortune. You feel you don't deserve. Then it's not funny. <laughs> But it's funny when it doesn't uh, fulfill its mission. It's great, yes? Yeah, that's true, yeah. And just the programming has very quick reactions. And then the head is just in the habit of thinking it's the doer. But there are sometimes reactions where it can't even claim the doer. It just bridges it from through the being the habit of being the doer, yeah? So sometimes something occurs and there's a very knee-jerk reaction to it. There's no one who's going to have the wisdom to apply anything to that, yeah? Yeah. yeah. The whole point is to see that you're not the doer and that's the loss of interest. It's not that you do things great any now, it's just you've never been a doer. And that all the meaning that everything is being given is usually rooted in the meaning it reflects back to this idea of self, yes? Yeah, so if you lose interest in that, you'll lose interest in the other shit, yeah? Trying to lose interest in the other shit can be more interest in that, but if you lose interest in that, you'll lose interest in the other shit too, yeah? Thanks, David. All right. We got another Aussie. I don't know if I can take two Aussies at right, you know, in a row. So we may have to split up the effect a little. Yeah. Bring, bring some a new presence and then I'll be able to take the Aussie. All right. Come on. Come on, Phil. Very hot here, Paul. 33 degrees. Yeah. It's warm there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear oh, I you. But... I'm just saying it's incredibly hot here, so I'm sort of sweating like a verbial. But um, I, I just, I, I just, I just wanted to respond um, something what you said about relief from Paul. You know, the idea of relief from Paul as opposed to relief through Paul. I, 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 I go to a, a non-duality sort of meetup thing. I mean, with lots of participants every every Wednesday night, which was actually last night. And they played a little interview with Eckhart Tolle, who, who was saying that, um, that Eckhart, he talked about Eckhart, he, he says, basically, I, I have very few thoughts anymore and almost minimal thought about anything, really. And she said, well, what about emotion? Do you have emotions? And he just started laughing. And, and, and I thought, wow. And one said, wow, I, I want a bit of that. I want to be like Eckhart, you know. That's why I'm here. I want to be... I want to be enlightened, you know, I want to have this, this complete transformation of, of who I, you know, and, 
And it struck hey, me. Hey, Philip, can what? I just step in a second? Phil, sure. can I yeah. step in? Uh, uh, don't take this too much, uh, but you may want to be, but do you want to look like Edgard? <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, yeah. I want to be clear about that. <laughs> yeah. well, he makes All a right. bit of money. So so he makes, right. you he, he makes a lot of money, even, even though he's, I mean, sort of, I, I, I'm sure you don't make quite as much as he does, but um, anywhere near that. But it just sort of struck me that um, that, that kind of gets in the way, this idea that, of, of seeing this, you know, when you say relief from Paul, it's not, it's not yeah. that, it's not that, you know, suddenly you become a different person. It's kind of like, and then I, I saw that the whole thing is like a game, really. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with rugby and I get so upset when my team loses and joy when they win. And it, it's when I'm, maybe that's why I watch it. I'm just so immersed in it to the point where nothing else exists. And, and I realized that's a bit like this in that in the game, there is purpose, there is, there is meaning, there is desire, there is wanting to win, there is all these things, but, but ultimately it's still just a game. It's just, yeah, the game itself has no, it's a temporal thing, you know, it has no real purpose or meaning in itself. And, and within that game, you're allowed to be yourself, you're allowed to express yourself, you're allowed to, to have desires and things like that. And because when I first came across this traveling lighter, I, I thought that the byproduct seemed to be very negative in, in that sort of loss of drive, loss of interest, sort of almost indifference. But then I realized that, that maybe that was just more of the story, you know, about, about Phil transitioning or something like that. And in fact, nothing's changed at all. Um, I'm still very reactive, still very, you know, bigoted or whatever, and so on. And and uh, and to the point. And, and it's interesting you said before that how quick, how quick the mind makes this decision and jumps in there. And like, I have a thing about noise, and and I'm immediately thinking negative about the noise before, in a fraction of a second before I realise that it's it's just someone knocking on the door, you know. And then it's, it's incredibly funny that, that, that I have no control over that. It just seems like that's happening. But so, but yeah, so Phil, so take that. So just take it. Uh, let's make a left turn. So yeah. it's so quick and you have no control over it. Yeah. Therefore, what? Therefore, it's, it's, it's just what's happening rather than. It's not me. It's, Therefore, it's, concerning Philip, yeah, uh, Philip doesn't have much role in it. Yes, no. But Philip has a lot of opinions about that which Philip has no role in. For sure, yeah, yeah. 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 So, really, see, this is what happens. So, let's say Philip, as the action figure, is entertaining. Uh, or trying to get something out of entertaining things as a game, yeah? Yeah. But in a way, it's sort of like 
the boot in the monopoly is trying to make it not so important to go to Baltic Place or Boardwalk, yes? Oh, there's no difference between Baltic Place or Boardwalk when in the game there's a huge difference, yeah? Mm -hmm. You see how it doesn't work for the boot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see how the action figure Phil wanting to get out of the action figure Phil is relying on the action figure Phil to see that it's a game when the action figure Phil doesn't see that it's a game. It sees yes. it as reality, yeah? That's, it's the game of reality. It makes it, it may intellectually go, oh yeah, it's a game, but it doesn't live like it's a game. It doesn't, it takes tons of shit seriously. It's inappropriate quite a lot. There's a lot of stuff goes on that implies it's full of shit. It's not taking it as a game. We don't want to waste any time with that. Just use that and ask, who is this Bill? Because it's not you, Bill. That's the great news. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be replaced by a, a greater Phil. Yeah. Because the, the one Phil is going to actually, when it flips over, it's, good, it's just going to be another Phil. It's a two-sided coin. Yeah. But what's before it all? What's before it and realizing I can't fucking really do anything about this. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't a story. So, so you're saying See, that, that Phil look, seeing it as a game is, 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 is the same Phil as in the game, really. Or coming See, up with Phil, Phil trying to think this is a game is part of the game of yeah, Phil. Yeah. yeah? yeah exactly. It's not going to lead... Bill out of the game. Mm. It's just a part of the game. Yeah. What yeah. we want to say is question Phil. Yeah. Not question Phil about the game, but question Phil. Phil. Yeah. Who wanted to be like Eckhart Tolle? Phil. Mm. Are you that which wants to be like Eckhart Tolle? No. No. That's the this this is the the, the, the clearness of the message, yes? Yeah. Phil wants to be like Eckhart Tolle, awake and not have thoughts and no feelings or whatever, yeah? But yeah. the point is you're not that Phil, yeah? So you aren't determined by Phil. You're, you're predetermined before that, not as Phil, yeah? All these activities are trying to determine you as Phil and then wanting to get be like Eckhart Tolle or see the game and everything. But you want to see the game as Phil. Yeah. That's not going to work well. But see Phil as the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Phil is not on a ride. It is the ride. Yeah. And so... Therefore, and you know, when the when the, the roller coaster goes up and then goes down, you scream. You're probably not going to be able to stop the screaming by thinking I shouldn't scream. They're screaming, yeah. Where's there going to be relief? You're not going to change its behavior, but you can lose interest in the behavior, and that's going to allow it to change. I'm telling you, this is how it works.
I'm telling you from my own reverse engineering, this yeah. is how it worked in this, at this seat right now. That's all I can tell you is how it's worked as a demonstration here. And I feel sufficient enough. The relief I have is from a shared mental activity called self-centeredness, that all of us share it in a certain way. Yeah, we live under it. It seems to want to direct us and it gives us an interpretation and gives us a sense of weird security so that we can actually think we know something when we're living in an uncertainty. So, yeah, just tell the truth. You're not that. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when if we grab the lady's thing in the car, I don't try to say I'm not the one who grabbed it as the one who grabbed it. Yeah, I see both of those as not me. I see the one who grabbed it and I see that which is saying I'm not the one who grabbed it. Both of them are not me. But two, I see both. That's it. There it is. Yeah. So would you say that the self-centeredness say in you is still there, but it's 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 no longer engaging in anything. It's just it's the work of, it's the working program. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. met there was a guy, do you ever hear of Anthony DeMello? He was a Jesuit uh priest from India. He was cool. I got introduced to him through recovery. Mm. And he had a thing called uh they finally like recorded it, needed a book, but it was a symposium he did. And he would talk about people trying to be selfless. Every person is selfish as the action figure. It's a self-centered program. Yes. And he would make a he would make a joke about it. It says all these people trying to be selfless is just another form of selfishness. So you're not going to get out of it. What you're going to get, you're going to see is you're not in it. That's the point. You're not gonna. You're not gonna stop the knee-jerk reaction. It's gonna happen, and you know what? It may happen infrequently, but the one time it does, your head's gonna use it to disqualify you from fucking everything. And you've blown it. You're never gonna be Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle doesn't grab someone's arm. Yes, he doesn't grab. They're telling you. This is what happens. So it's just waiting. It has this ace in the deck. It knows the, the hand, the ace is going to show up sooner or later, and it's going to disqual disqualify any spiritual nature that Philip thinks it's acquired. <laughs> Get used to it. It's not you. It's not because, Philip, what you are doesn't need for what you're not to change to be what you are. It's quite clearly being what you are while you're not changing at all. Yeah. 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 This is why this is a movement of negation. It's not a movement of affirmation. We're not affirming Phil. Yeah. We're not breaking, we're not trying to upgrade Phil, though it may happen. We're gonna we're negating the idea of Phil. Yes. And so there'll be a loss of interest because. The meaning of grabbing someone's arm is a lot different than the meaning you grab someone's arm. Yes? Yeah. Yes. So, yes, there's going to be a grabbing someone's arm. The program goes on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe 
I don't know. I'd have to sit with Eckhart Tolle and whatever, but yeah. yeah, I'm sure he has thoughts. I'm sure he doesn't have much interest in them. So I would think that the programming is still programming. It's still presenting the story of Eckhart Tolle to Eckhart Tolle, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's lost interest. About, I know one thing about him, he doesn't like being touched. He doesn't like being hugged. Someone hugged him and he froze. But um, that, I mean, oh wow! Well, there you go. So yeah. that disqualifies him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I love you, Phil. I hope you keep coming back. Thanks, mate. I see. I see. We're still waiting for you to come across the the ditch across the Pacific. Uh, I hope, yeah, I hope to be able to, but don't wait for that, Phil. Yeah. I'll, I'll put together a little fund. We'll, we'll crowdfund you. No, crowdfund me. Then I'll, I'll do almost anything if it's paid for. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Phil. I'm, uh, yeah, I love Australia. So, I mean, I, I lived there for a while, so. I enjoy it, but uh, yeah. Yep. Thanks. But Phil, do you, do you see that where uh, it's just not stopping or starting at Phil a little bit before Phil? Yeah. 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 And then uh, so I could have a love of wanting to be someone or have what someone else has. But that which is seeing that expression or desire is what I am. It's not the expression of the desire. That is not what I am. What's seeing it, the awareness of it is what I am. Yeah. And the awareness of it, the it of the awareness could be anything. It's not like all great groove, good. It could be whatever. But there's, we are an awareness of we are at context, yeah? And then there's an awareness of the content, yeah? Yeah. And, and the content is not gonna be aware of the context. No, no. That's above its pace, sure, yeah? But all the while, the content is the context, yeah? Mm. So by losing interest in the content, there's a gaining interest in the context, yeah? yeah? Now you get a sense of what you are by seeing what you're not, yeah? There you go, yep. It's interesting the difference between coming here live and watching YouTube um, is that, you know, Philip came up with his idea of, of the game, you know, and, and it was very non-dual, I thought it was very clever, but then as soon as <laughs> you, you, you you sort of just cut me in half. It's, it's amazing. It's such a different dynamic of actually in the, in this live beautiful forum. You know that 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 that, that happens. It, it does. It, there's there's no allowance for me to get carried away with non-duality in, in in a kind of theoretical sense. You know. I there you go. Happen. And see, that's why people love dead masters. Yeah. yeah. They don't talk back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So you can have you can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are we going to see here we're lending each other pairs of glasses, yeah? And we try them on and see if they help the way you see things, yeah? Yeah. And uh, these are temporary because we have great faith in the eyes, yeah? Not these two eyes, the eye that sees, yeah? The awareness. So here's a, we can always lend a pair of glasses, but those glasses can some, after a while, you want to, you'd be giving a message of taking them off, yes? So at one point, Yes, put them on. At another point, it's time to take them off because, yes, it, this is not a reliance on an understanding. It's reliance on vision, the awareness. Yes, yes. That is that sense of home that has a knowledge of its own, that doesn't demand remembering. Yeah, it doesn't remember. Uh, maybe needs a reminder here or there, but not constant reminding because it's knowing already, yes? Yeah. Yeah, just like the idea of you left, you go to work, do you think you don't have a home because you're at work? Of course not. If you have a place, you know you have the place. Just like we had that thing with the in Turkey going to the rug emporium. And I was going around the world. I didn't have a place to live. So I had no floor, F-L-O-O-R. Therefore, I had no interest in a rug. Yeah. So the knowledge that I had no place to live gave me an immunity to buying a fucking oriental rug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though they were beautiful and everything else. And maybe I wish I had a floor and this and that. But there was a very clear knowledge I didn't have a place to put the freaking thing. Yeah. Therefore, I had immunity to all the freaking advertisement and temptations to buy a rug. Even when they said, we can fold it in a way to put it in your backpack. I said, I'm not going to Thailand with a fucking backpack with an oriental rug in it. It's just, it's, it just was, it was beyond absurd. Yes. So I could have sat in there for 15 hours. I wasn't going to buy a rug. Three weeks, I wasn't going to buy a rug because I knew I didn't have a flaw. Yeah. This is sort of, sort of like the knowledge we're speaking of. Yeah. This knowledge isn't acquired. It's like an unsuspecting thing that you start suspecting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you, Phil. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. And we have Andy S. Hey, Paul. Hey, everybody. Um, my first time. Well, I, I I poked my head in a couple of times and haven't. I fell asleep once, and then uh, the other time was just at the end of the meeting last night. But uh, I'm very glad to meet you all and see see all your faces in here. Um, I live in Northern California. I'm just up the road away from you guys or, or from Paul. Um, can the uh, can the action figure 
get tweaked? Can it get well? Can it get upgraded? Can it uh, be less offensive? Yes. Yes. Can it can it become non-dualistic? No. They can't merge with it. They can become, become non-dualistic based on uh, the programming of what non-dualistic would mean to it. Yes. I mean, they I can have, try to. Yeah. I have um, you know like people that expect Andy to be Andy and and to do things that Andy does, and. Um, you know, and I can see it's like, you know, deploy action figure Andy 2.0 in this situation to handle that situation where, and I, I can be on autopilot. Is that sound nuts or what? What that Andy has the ability to handle things that he couldn't handle before, you mean? No, it's just, um, you know, like there's there's so many levels in there's people that you can't um interact with on you know and in a non-dual yeah without blowing you know you it's so you have to um yeah you you meet people where they're at yes for sure definitely you don't uh not implying a vulgarity but you don't uh you don't toss pearls before swine, so to speak. Yeah. Yes, it's things are not appropriate. Like when my uh, neighbor comes by, the mayor of the street here, I'm not gonna <laughs> go into a Hoang Po thing from 1200s. Yeah, I'm just gonna ask him how he's doing and show yeah. him what we're doing in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I do not believe the action figure gets it. It's impossible. What it gets is that it can't get it. Yes, that it that it'll, it'll inevitably begrudgingly admit that it cannot get this. Yeah, which is but awesome. It can be. It's a, it can be a, a. It can be an action figure that is more bearable to bear. Uh, I think you know. so. What, what, where that happened with me was recovery. Yeah. See, the action figure was a little hell bent, and uh, and then I not even looking for it. I was introduced to a way of life. First, I had a, I got struck sober, and then that that miracle had uh, momentum here and. Life conspired to have me in my first recovery meeting that night. And I've been going ever since, or I've been involved with that community ever since. So what what allowed the upgrades to happen to the action figure were the was the program of, of living that recovery office. Yes. No. Yes. So I definitely the action figure definitely got upgraded to workable. Yeah. <laughs> Before it was workable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I've been successfully not getting arrested for a long time, which I wasn't able to do before. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. It got, yeah. It it definitely to me it was a huge upgrade, but to others it would probably look like a minor one. Yeah. Yeah. Less miserable people around. <laughs> well, yeah, I find uh, 
I think non-duality can do whatever it wants, the basis. And sometimes it wants to do things uh, the slow way. And sometimes it wants to do things the fast way. So yeah, whatever it takes. I'm, I don't think there's a written script how things go here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I, I humbly feel the action figure has a, has a ceiling and it's programmed and it's not AI. It doesn't grow. It's got a program pretty much that keeps playing the same old songs, really, literally. Yeah sees things the same old way now there can your vision or sight can outgrow that and see the larger picture while it's seeing the smaller picture that happens yes yes but i don't believe it's the action figure that's seeing the larger picture i think it's us bleeding yeah. through this little event yeah 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 so, and that's the feeling the action figure comes up with. It feels truly like something is doing for it what it could not do for itself. Yeah. That's a powerful theme I have in, in the interpretation of life now. Very powerful that I feel quite a lot as this action figure that something is doing for me and for others what we couldn't do for ourselves. Truly. Yeah. And it's been a current, it's been a, a theme for years, 30 something years. Yeah. And it only gets stronger, really. Yeah. So I believe the action figure is sort of like a car. It's going to be driven. Yeah. And uh, it can be driven by a lot of different winds. And, uh, I felt that I was strongly driven by the mental state of selfing. And now I have been driven by something else. I don't like to give a name. And uh, just like you'll know the tree by its fruit, you'll know the driver by uh, the condition of the car, <laughs> so to speak. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. That's how I feel about it translating into the action figure world. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. All right, is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, you're welcome, bro. Anyone else, Mike? Uh, no, that's another hand showing. Uh, we maybe will end soon, eh? Oh, Bruce. Bruce just put his hand up. Bruce, all right, Bruce. <laughs> Oh, Ian, take your put your virtual hand down <laughs> thank, you. thank you we have some manners around here all right, let's all right. <laughs> uh, back to laughing uh, yeah I've been on the pink clouds uh, feel, you know just feeling in the flow and then there was a comment made um, by me, <laughs> uh, comedy comes out of tragedy. And yes, I can, we can laugh about things that may have seemed tragic at the time. And it, the feeling and the thoughts 
as a reaction to what was said through me, <laughs> as me, boy, that could have gone, taken me down in the past would have really, you know, but the, with the perspective of non-duality, I know kind of a knowing that any action of Bruce is, is just a, it's after the fact, by the time I perceive it, it's, you know, definitely, and you know, that the grabbing of hand kind of thing. And, you know, that to make anything of anything, um, I think Michael mentioned something the other day, um, something or other, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so there was like um, that loss of interest, having that perspective that those glasses, so to speak. But being here, you know, don't need the glasses, you know, because it's who we are at heart, I guess. You know, anyway, thanks for letting me share again. Uh, Bruce, I'm happy uh, you're staying at the Pink Cloud Inn. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else, Mike? No. All right, good. So uh, let's say goodbye then. Bruce, thank you. Thank you for uh, participating with all of us. Yes. Mike, as always, thanks a lot for running the show. Sure. We have Tej. Always nice to see Tej. Tommy. I've never seen Tommy, but uh, he's been here a lot. <laughs> Anu, there you go. Nice to see Anu. Phil in uh, Brisbane, nice to see Phil. Brisbane gets hot, I know that. I've been up there when it's been cooking, yeah. Uh, we have Paul. Paul, uh, I hope this will, uh, won't be your last visit, but... <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll see you again. Martin, Martin, nice to see you, Martin. Bill Churchman, as always. Yeah. Walter, brother from another mother. Sherry, I hope you're feeling all right, Bear. San Diego, always a pleasure. Yes, good. Kenneth, a man in Vancouver. Nice to see him. Marty, I know who you are. <laughs> Tyler from uh, up in Mendocino area. Nice to see you, Tyler. Warren, nice to see you, my friend. Esteban, Warren has been smiling a lot. We're, hopefully we'll continue that condition, yes. Esteban, my bodyguard, yes. Andy, yes, thank you, Andy. Yeah. Kathleen, as always, my privilege to have met you and Bill. Yes, thank you. Nick, there he is, looking comfortable. Interesting chair. Lindy. We got Susan. I had the great pleasure of seeing Susan live last Saturday. Very nice with her friend, Sharon. Very nice time. Thank you, Susan. Gil, yeah, I love lighthouses. It's very nice. Jack, uh, 
Uh, let's see who's number two here. We got Philip from Brisbane. Oh, we got you guys already. Susanna W. Miss Amelia just walked in. Miranda, all's well. Yeah, good. All right, great, great. Lori, Mia. Uh, let me see if I got everyone. I think that's it. Hey, thank you, everyone. Thanks for uh, having me and. We'll see you. Hopefully, we'll see you soon. We're going to be uh, recovery meeting tomorrow at 1030 Pacific time. And then Saturday, we have a live and a Zoom, 1 o'clock in Marin City. We'll have a live meeting there and the Zoom. So uh, thanks, everyone. See you, Mike. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you. Paul. Good night. Thank you.